Welcome to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. My name is John, and with me, as always, is the... What's a good M word for you today? Uh, masterful. The masterful, Mandy. So masterful. Super. Uh, anyway, and, uh, you know, it's it's yeah, it's Christmas, uh, so we're glad to be... Yeah, you know, if you, you picked it up, but we're glad to, that you, you invited us into your house. We're like vampires, though, so now we can always get in. And uh, it feels good. feels good to be in here with you. How's it going? Oh, my God. That's so creepy. <laughs> anyway, uh, so to, to kind of cap off the whole, because you can't really do a Christmas movie after Christmas, you know, even though we still got like a week left of, you know, uh, December. Of December. You got to do like a New Year's one on that because they got, they got to be separate. Uh, we are going to go ahead and, and just cap off our, our Christmassy horrorness with probably one of the the, the best done, uh, especially mo- like you know especially in the the idea of a creature mm-hmm. film, uh, but one of the best done uh, films horror films in in a long time, and that's going to be 2015's Krampus, uh, based on the German folktale of the bad Santa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, this one it was uh, directed by uh, Michael Doherty. 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 Yeah, Doherty. Doherty. Uh, trick or treat guy. Yeah, uh, so, I forgot that he died, that he um, yeah, he writer, wrote trick. He wrote it right. Wrote yeah, he wrote and directed uh, trick or treat. treat. He also wrote and directed, uh, or he he directed uh, the Godzilla King of Monsters, the new one that just popped out twenty nineteens. Yeah, that was actually pretty good, too. Yeah, and I actually enjoyed that one a little bit more, even though it was, like, they had to tack on all the BS from the King Kong movie with Monarch and all that other kind of Mm. stuff, but it was like, he's still like, but look, Rodan, oh no, you know, kind of thing. So he did a really good job on that, but he did get help writing this one, because he also did a writing credit from a Mr. Todd Casey, uh, who's best known for doing the cartoon show Star vs. the Forces of Evil. Uh, So all that pony head crap or Marco being forced to wear the girl's clothing, all that kind of shit, that's on him. So anything that's kind of doesn't make a whole lot of sense, probably that that weird-ass angel. That's probably him. It's like, yeah, what if we put in a weird angel? That'd be cool, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that angel was super creepy, though. It was, yeah, but I, I think that was mostly the you know the, the prop makers doing it. Yeah. Uh, it is starring Adam Scott, which I was really surprised by because I, I keep forgetting that he's in movies uh, i think he's because he reminds me of the guy from arrested development and i can't remember that but that guy what the guy who who uh who voices batman in lego movie no no not will arnett the other one the dan no like the main character from uh the the actual guy from from arrested development oh oh yeah. wait never mind i've never the, seen arrested development yeah. never mind the main guy uh like actually like sat yeah, down and watched he's it. he's that I mean, he's that one guy. Uh, but he uh, is well-known for Parks and Recs, and I actually watched him in his show that they had on Fox for the longest time called... Oh, longest time. I think it had like two, three seasons. Uh, but he was in uh, Ghosted, where basically they worked for oh, a... Oh, I actually like that one. I, I really that liked funny. it. I feel kind of bad because I think it just... It, fizzled out. Well, it was on Fox, so of course it fizzled out. That's how Fox rolls. I'm, you know, talking to... A, you know, freaking Firefly. Right there. Even if oh, it was great, yeah. they'd probably kill it. So that they Man, but they, like had, they had X-Files things. on Fox like for years and years and years. Yeah, then. and then that was before they you know started screwing everything over. True, true. Because it was cheaper to make The War at Home for like 18 seasons than it was to do Firefly. 
Uh, it also has uh, Tony Collette from uh, Hereditary not being as creepy as she is later in like Hereditary, but she's still pretty Did damn fucked up. Did you watch Hereditary? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that you watched it. Did you not watch it? I, no, I, I watched it, and then I told you to watch it, but I didn't yeah. realize that you actually did. Oh, I watched part of it. Okay, so you didn't watch the whole thing. No, I didn't. I, she's got the weird face on her all the, the time. The she always creepy, has that creepy gets, face. It gets really creepy at the end. Anyways, okay. I'm saying, that's what I said. Why'd you like, it's like, let's go ahead and pull. Did you watch it? How dare you state that it was creepy? Well, I want like, to make sure that you watched it. I, didn't, I, I mean, haven't had not a chance to, to, to do you know, like the full deep dive on not, it. Not Maybe we will later on. But apparently you were. Fans, but... You know, pulling me down. I see it. And it also is starring MJ Anthony, uh, who was in a lot of just goofball stuff before this i mean he's a kid so i guess that's what he's gonna do uh he was in the uh in divergent sequel insurgent uh and he was also in uh, bad moms so good for him on that i guess bad moms Ugh. i'm just saying I, i'm i'm obviously the i'm obviously the bigger horror fan Oh, no, let me explain how this works. You go, <laughs> no, don't watch it without me. No, don't watch it without me. And then you watch it without me. Which happens every time. You <laughs> held me back from watching The Witcher, which just came out, doing the same thing. And then we and, watched that one together. Yeah, finally. You know, what happened to Channel Zero? What happened to all the other shows I that didn't we watch did? Channel Zero what about about you? Lucifer? Okay, Lucifer, you, you just burned took two past on me. You just, you just took two yeah, damn yeah, yeah. on that. You you binge that's, them. That's that's your own fault. You're like okay, well I, I didn't you know. First don't, of all, don't watch it without me, but let me go ahead and jump eight freaking movie like <laughs> things in front of you. You take too long. Uh -huh. It's not my fault. <laughs> anyway, uh, interesting story on this one because we we one of the few movies that we went to watch in theater. When it came out, one of our, our mm -hmm. friends lived like right next to a theater, and of course he he never went to it. But uh, you know, whenever we would show up, so we came down there, and uh, we just we walked over, we sat there, uh, mostly an empty theater, which was kind of disappointing because that it movie was theater was really, kind of janky, wasn't it? Oh, it was a super janky movie, but, yeah. but it was like right next to him, so it wasn't a big huge issue. Yeah, but it, it you know it was a. Uh, it wasn't a Batman movie theater. Like, you know, as soon as you walk out, you know you're going to get shot. And if you have a kid, then he's going to become Batman afterwards. But it was still pretty jank. Like, like you, you had some, like, people were doing skeezy crap in the middle of it. I think there was, like, weird, like, wooden, uh, like, uh, wooden, um, like, slats over things. Like, there was, like, holes or something like that. What? And they had, like, yeah, so every time we would walk over something, like, the stairwell, there was, like, a, like, a, under the thing, you could see, like, the wooden slat, like, oh. there. It was weird. Weird well, stuff. I'm, okay, well, I'm blind, so I didn't see that, but. Oh, well, I was trying to make sure I didn't fall down, because they were super narrow. It was, it, it very much felt like one of those old, uh, like, pre-renovated theaters that, you know, they don't even have the stadium seating kind of set up on there. That's kind of how this one was. But we went in there. Uh, we we sat down. We watched this movie, and uh, it was surprisingly good. It was freaking awesome. Like um, that was one of the first movies that we all agreed on that were that was just really really good. Um, which you know doesn't happen often because I mean you know, yeah. John and his best friend like some weird ass shit. Just and we will be weird, getting into that later on. Weird uh, weird movies. But uh, you know the thing is is that uh, it was a it was such a tonal shift in in that that movie. From the very beginning is. A lot of goofy stuff, 
and then we do a massive shift over to you know just straight out horror, horror. survival kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's a great, great movie. If you haven't watched it, I cannot recommend it enough. Put us on pause. Go watch it. Watch it with your family because it's a, it's a good solid movie. I think it's a PG thirteen. Is like, it? Yeah, something like that. There's it, some horrifying stuff in there. It might be, it might be R, but I'm just like it was it was interesting to see because it was a good solid movie. Um, and uh, yeah, PG thirteen. It was huh. a PG thirteen movie, wow. so you can see it with the whole family uh, because. Uh, uh, and you definitely should. It has no it boobs, has a moral. No, like I don't remember a lot of cussing. There's there's definitely yeah. a moral to this story, which is which is hard to come by now. Where yeah. it's like a, a good solid family horror movie, which was kind of you know the he, there was a lot of now that I'm I'm seeing it. There's a lot of correlation between this and and Trick or Treat. Um, with the people getting the comeuppance for being rude and yes. you know trying mm-hmm. to keep that sense of, of wonder alive, which was the other kind of part. It's hard. It's hard during the, the holidays to kind of keep stuff going. It's it's hard now. We live in the South, so you know we're running into seventy <laughs> it's degree days. Uh, you know it's hot and it's sweaty, and then there, you know, there is no winter wonderland no. here. No, very very rarely, very very rarely. Do we Gosh, have any when kind was the of last thing like three years ago? Last uh, snow, snow was like two, three years ago, and then we like before that it was like thirty years. Yeah, but yeah. you know the thing is, is that it it's it's movies like this that definitely put you in. Even if you're you're not a huge horror fan, it'll definitely put you in the the Christmas mood. Um, I I haven't had a chance to do much of my my normal Christmas stuff with the Wonderful Life, uh, Scrooge, all that kind of stuff. Uh, we've just been busy this year huh. uh and uh, you know especially now for for a lot of people who don't have who, huge movie collections or they're trying to be a lot more sociable uh it's it's very hard to do that to have that sense of Christmassiness going on while trying to you know pay the bills try to you know take care of other people's kids you know do all that other kind of stuff that you know you have to do uh, and it's it's movies like this that kind of definitely bring in the, the Christmas stuff. Now, Santa's sleigh, uh, you know, all the other stuff that we've watched. Those are obviously those more are, adult. While they are Christmassy, they're not. It's 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 a horror movie. It's a it's a goofball movie with a Christmas twist wrapping paper on it. Yeah, this one's Christmas through and through. This is like a, a Santa drinking eggnog, falling down the Christmas tree, and you know, trying to kill you, Silent Night, Deadly Night style. I guess I don't know. But uh, this is a this is a good one. So again, like I said, just uh, pause it if you, you haven't watched it. If you have watched it, you know, reach out to us. Let us know what you thought about it. If this is one of your favorite uh, Christmas movies in general, one of your favorite horror Christmas movies, uh, do you hate it? Do you love it? Let us know. Reach out to us at esat3am at gmail.com or our website esat3am.com or on the Twitter or the Facebook at esat3am, and we'd uh, we'd love to hear from you. But what we're going to go ahead and do is pause it ourselves right now, watch the movie. Uh, you'll hear the trailer as usual, and then uh, we'll be back with you on uh, with a little bit more synopsis. Yep. All right. See you in a bit. It's the weirdest thing. There's no cars, no people. How long can this keep up? We heard something on the roof. What the hell is this? Saint Nicholas is not coming this year. Instead, a much darker ancient spirit. Those are hooves. Elk or a goat? What kind of goat walks on its hind legs? 
His name is Krampus. He and his helpers did not come to give, but to take. Everybody, hold on to each other. He is the shadow of Saint Nicholas. It's Christmas. Nothing bad's gonna happen on Christmas. And we're back. We are back. Yep. Uh... I love this movie. Uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of weirdly a lot of heart in it. You know, there's a there's a lot of just this warm fuzzies. You know, especially uh, when it starts getting a little bit dour uh, near the end, where everybody's just getting offed like midway through, just just knocking them down. Um, but uh, it also has an interesting little ending, uh, which we'll we'll get to in a little bit, just because it uh, it's we both kind of have the same idea, but we also I I have a lot of different like, but is it you know kind of situations for it? Uh, basically, this follows a, a family. Um, we got uh, grandma, uh, mom, dad, uh, older sister, the son, uh, and their extended family. The uh, what is it like? Uh, uncle, aunt, and then like cousins. Two like yeah, two girl cousins, one boy cousin, and baby. the baby and a dog. Uh, and then the the great aunt, um, who is yeah, who is uh, Kathy Bates? Is it Kathy? No, oh, it was somebody. She she reminds me a lot of Kathy Bates. She was that that one. Now I'm gonna have to look at it. But um, yeah, a lot of people in this movie. Uh, surprisingly, uh, she's Conchita Farrell. Wow, I would not have put that down as her name. But she's a gosh. She's been on Two and a Half Men. She was in Aaron Brockovich. I remember that. Uh, she was in Edward Scissorhands. I don't remember in Edward Scissorhands, yeah, she, but I remember she her was one of the. Um, I remember now because she was she was one of the uh, the ladies, which you wouldn't even remember that Peg was one of the uh, the ladies in Edward Scissorhands, the one that you know he cuts the hair for. Mm, I don't think that was her. Yeah. It had it had Peg Bundy from uh, from that one. She was she was one of the uh, the the group of old ladies kind of around things. Well. Anyway, uh, so they um, they all get together for Christmas. Um, the youngest were really of chasing around the uh, the the young son and Max, and he uh, he kind of loses his love for Christmas. Well. He's losing the the Christmas spirit, uh, so he decides to, uh, to you know he. Gets pissed off, tears up his letter to Santa. Well, Grimpus uh, decides, no, fuck that shit. And uh, just rains holy hell on these people. <sighs> Sorry. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's super crazy. Uh, the My favorite kill, probably, out of everything, was probably the... Uh, like the jack-in-the-box he's just so creepy and and, the, and that's another thing too is that the special effects on this movie are, are pretty awesome like the creature 
the effects for all the creatures. We got kind of like, like a Leica thing in the middle of it too, um, like the, uh, the the claymation. Like, oh yes. Like a, uh-huh. A, yeah. uh-huh. So uh, yeah, so it, it basically it's a it's a slasher movie with Christmas elements. Uh, you get uh, one girl gets taken out just at the very beginning, where she's like poof gone. Uh, then we got um, the next one is the fat boy getting yanked up the. Uh, uh, the Christmas, the the chimney, the fireplace, yeah, yeah, by the by the gingerbread. They hook him like yeah, a, like a fish. It was freaking hilarious. The uh, the gingerbread men are are probably the part of this movie that I always remember the most. I I hate it because they're they're so out of like they're they're just so out there compared to everything else that's happening. Well, they're but cute. Though. That's the other thing is that they're just ridiculously cute, and that's the only thing that you can think of. Um, the, it's hilarious to see these things. They're they're about what maybe a foot foot and a half tall. We do get to see yeah, like a foot tall. That they got uh, they apparently got the girlfriend of the sister, the uh, the the boy's sister, Max's sister. Uh, apparently got the boyfriend. Yeah, the boyfriend got the boyfriend of that one because uh, uh, we see when. Uh, the uncle and his dad go out to find his sister. Uh, they walk into this utterly destroyed house. And it's at that point that you kind of get a, a different flavor for the movie because um, both uh, Adam Scott and uh, the guy who is in every show ever, he's the, the sportscaster from Anchorman. Uh, he, they're like, they're like, it's, it's suddenly a survival movie. They're freaked out and they're like, Oh God. This this thing got punched in from the outside, you know, gas main. Hmm, you know all this other kind of stuff. It's mm-hmm. it's very interesting stuff. They did a really good job on it. Um, everybody, um, what ends up happening? I mean, do you want to start from the beginning to the end, like how we normally well, do? Or? I, I we kind of got to the point where it's it's just it's the kills now. Um, <laughs> I did get really excited about the kills. Yeah, because it's it's basically a lot of the stuff. We get one little kill. And then it's like 30 minutes, and then one other kill, and then that's when it starts to cascade. It's like, damn, down, 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 down. Everybody going down all the way down. Yeah, like within an hour. Yeah. Everybody's, everybody's gone. Yeah. Um, and then after that, Max ends up um, meeting Krampus after everyone's been taken down, um, trying to take back his wish, hoping that that'll stop Krampus from actually you know, taking his family and everything will go back to normal. But in the end, it doesn't even help. So this so. is this is the the kind of the part that we have kind of a difference of opinion. Now I always thought it, it was one thing, and now I'm I'm hoping that it was a little bit different. But um, so go. What do you think happened at the end? Um, I think that Krampus did end up taking everybody. Um, that they are trapped in a snow globe in a Christmas, in, you know, uh, having to relive Christmas over and over every day. Uh, so for the longest time, I, th- I thought the same thing was with that they were going to continuously have to do that. Uh, my thing now is maybe they got out of it, yes, but they're also remembering all the things that happened. Therefore, they have, like, it's it's in there. They remember it, but they don't, like, they can't really, it's so that they'll never forget kind of deal. Well, then what's with the snow globe? Well, so I think the snow globe is, is just kind of the, well, you know, movie-wise, I think it's just the outro. They just decided to, you know, roll back and said, we had this big Krampus, you know, toy shop. And it's like, well, how do we get them in there? We didn't have that anything going on with that. Eh, whatever. Um, but I think it's the, the just the, the eyeball the in the sky. They're, they're always being watchful. They're, so if they ever forget, they ever lose that, that Christmas cheer again, oh, he's going to okay. yank them. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can see that. It, so it's it, there's a very 
big, and like the, it's easy to suspect that they've been yanked into a different uh, universe because there's like a, a glow filter on everything. Everything's got like a fuzz uh, on it and like a soft, warm light coming off of mm-hmm. everybody. And then you got the um, uh, you got the Christmas music. Everybody's awake, and then only once Max opens, Max gets a, a little bobble, a little. Is it a bell? It's a bell. It's mm-hmm. a bell. It's, it's like old... it's like a jingle bell, but it has Krampus written on yeah, it. Yeah, it's a old Krampus thing, and everybody's like, "Oh God, I remember all the uh, you know all the horrible shit that happened." Of course, then the music starts up and the the fires turns on, so it's like maybe they are in hell, and it's everybody's kind of rem- like, but I don't know. It just seems like a little. It's it's very it's kind of ambiguous, but it's also not ambiguous. There was something horrible going on there, but it's also like ah. And then you get your bagul jump scare at the very end, where it's. Uh, I don't even think that was that counts as a bagul jump scare. Oh, it's a, it's, it was so. It, it's it's it was, a bagul. Oh, okay. At the at the very end of Sinister, uh, when bagul just shows up, and he's I, like, "I'm bagul." I I know what a bagul is. I know what that is. Bagulie glulu. But it still, I, I felt like that. Merry wasn't, Christmas, bagul. Yeah. It just kind of shows up. It's like, Hello. But this one, uh, at least you get all to see all of the the Krampus stuff again, mm-hmm. which, so. <sighs> Let's kind of go through the kills. Uh, sister gets nommed by the, the, box, the box. The Jack in the Box. Uh, there are like snow sharks out there too, I guess. Or so like do, snakes. So or, yeah, or like tremors. It's like it's like the equivalent of a snow tremor. So yeah, it's basically the graboids from from tremors on there. But so my question is, is that are they? I mean, well, they have to be. No, no, I guess they don't. Um, but so they, they're. They get a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they get the dad, they get the mom, they get the the, the post aunt. guy. Yeah, and the post guy. Uh, or did they get the post? No, the post guy got frozen. The post guy and then the snowplow person, whoever the, was driving the snowplow. Snowplow guy got, got yanked by those fuckers. Well, no, he got pulled out. Mm. So. But anyway. Uh, so, um, basically, we yeah, first one is the, the sister. She gets taken out by the jack-in-the-box, but we don't get to see anything. Then is the chubby boy who gets uh, the, the gingerbread man. The gingerbread man only got that one, uh, but he gets yanked up uh, through the fireplace. Uh, then we get the one of the cousins. Um, the is the fat kid. It's the yeah. It's it's the one of the it's the, the sisters. Yeah, one yeah, of the, one of the cousins. She gets eaten by eaten by the jack in the box. There's like three or four misfit toys running around that are just effing people up and they're horrifying like chainsaw blades uh the uh evil evil angel angel yeah uh and then we had the uh the so jack in the box so it's the jack in the box the angel the teddy bear and the robot and then the robot yeah and the robot gets blown away and then the angel gets pinned to the damn wall with a shotgun uh and so basically oh and then the the dog gets taken out by the jack in the box too i guess so Jack in the Box has gotten, he's full, it's this giant worm-like creature that what the, they did was they, they covered it in like KY and sugar jelly or something like and that. And it was like, a, it looked like its mouth, its jaw opened like Predator, mm. like just like open onto the side. Oh, it was weird. Kind of like that, um, uh, the uh, Del Toro vampires from Blade yes. 2. Yes, uh-huh, uh-huh, from so, Blade 2, yeah, exactly. And of course, he's got like this gullet with like teeth on the inside of it, so it just opens up and it apparently just swallows fuckers. And it took out the, the kid and the dog, and then uh, they're all down t- downstairs kind of getting freaked out, and then 
Elves come. Elves. So the the elves. What happens is the misfit toys are are there. The great aunt, who is that Conchita lady, who's very angry and surly and been drunk the entire time, blows away the teddy bear, blows away the angel, and is about to blow away the jack of the box when the elves punch in. Which, at that point, I'm kind of pissed because the elves apparently could have taken these sons of bitches out at any point in time. Yeah. There was, there was, oh, they're hiding here. And the elves, like, pop in. They bust in. They start causing all these problems. Take the baby. Take the great aunt. Take the dad because he jumps on the worm right before he pulls out. Mm-hmm. The, not the dad. The uh, the uncle. Yeah. Uh, the anchorman uh, sportscaster guy. Mm-hmm. And then, at that point, then grandma, uh, so grandma decides to face Krampus while uh, everybody else hightails it out trying to get to the snowplow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Krampus is like sitting there looking at it, like, you want to look in my bag? <laughs> and of course she does. And of course, ah! all these, all these, I guess, toys jump out and kill her. Evil Nutcracker is the but only one I ever see. And that's actually the first time that you get a good look at Krampus because before you could see him on top of rooftops and, um, you know, jumping from rooftop to rooftop, but you don't actually get to see his face until the grandma comes face to face with him. And, um, I mean, the, the, the thought alone, the, the, I guess, conceptual design mm-hmm. behind Krampus was so, it's it's amazing. Like, the detail that they put into him alone. Um, I mean, his eyes, his eyes look like goat eyes. Mm. Um, oh, it's just, it's so creepy. So if you haven't seen the movie, I really suggest you do. But if you, you have, and you maybe just weren't being able to see it, the way that this, this guy looks is, imagine the old father christmas like not you can't even say santa claus it's the father christmas the uh, the one that you would see in like dickensian representations where it's a, a kind of a thinner guy still has a beard but he has the big cloak with the fur trim around it you know big hood on so you see this creature kind of running around that looks like that it's got a humanoid face like mask that it's wearing humanoid yeah. yeah and it's and it definitely looks like a mask but i think it may be its actual face i think it's actually wearing like a face of a person because it's got teeth and stuff on the outside of it yeah but i thought that was his teeth mm. is that not his I, teeth? I think that's just like the mask like it's wearing like a like the face and like jawbone of somebody else huh and then he has like his long tongue big long tongue Ugh. and uh nails are very um spindly yeah so like very one and then uh of course really really sharp nails gigantic horns two hooves yeah um so you know he walks upright like a like a person um he's very crouchy too so that was one of the other things was he gets big when he goes and sees his grandma because he just towers over now this thing is like eight feet tall in the first place but it's very like it crouches down and then it's just like and you're like oh god why are you so tall Mm mm-hmm yeah, it, it's it's incredibly creepy, and um, I think we saw the special like special features or mm. something on it before, wherever they were um, walking us through like the guy that was in the suit and stuff. Yeah, and it, how he had to walk on stilts and it was like two people, like one person was controlling like the back half or something like it's it's a lot of puppetry, a lot of you know. That's the other thing about this movie is everything's practical except for the gingerbread men, but that's yeah, the gingerbread men were. Yeah. I mean, obviously that would have been impossible to do. Yeah. But the uh, the giant worm thing, all of that's done. There's no CGI except for like I think they did it to maybe gloss up stuff a little bit more. But they they have this this Jack in the Box, you know. Yeah, it's it's terrifying and doing all this stuff, but it's expressive. 
the mm-hmm. the face is expressive and it shouldn't be able to because it's it's only got the one face but it's it, the way that it moves and the way that they they animate it thing the thing looks like it's you know joyous when it's standing there and, and being pulled out and super happy to see all of its friends that kind of deal mm-hmm. um i noticed that too yeah uh, it's after grandma gets taken out by the krampus it's uh everybody tries to run to the <laughs> the snowplow. Then it's it's just one of the girl cousins and Max, and the mom, the aunt, and uh, the dad. So Adam Scott, uh, Tori Collette, or whatever. You know, Tony Collette. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tony Collette, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know whoever the aunt was. Uh, they all get taken up by the snow sharks. I think one of the uh, the elves does too. That's what I was kind of like. Yeah, one of the elves does. Do they do they all work together? Or maybe, I guess... Maybe they just attack anything that's on the ground. That's what I'm wondering. Because the elf fell. Yeah. And so... He gets... He gets slurped up. Yep. Very Graboid. Just, you know, just... Ah! Uh, and that's the other thing about this movie. It's cold. Like, you can feel the, the coldness of everything. It's uh, they, They've got this very good wind thing going on. They uh, Everything starts getting covered in icicles. When they go into a the house of the boyfriend where it's been like blown out and they, they have the door kicked down and all this other kind of stuff. He is, there's like, I guess they, they just ice crystalled over things like put glitter or something on the ground. Cause it's very, it looks freezing. It looks cold. The, um, uh, Al, uh, Adam Scott and the, uh, the guy from Anchorman, they both look like they were cold the entire time. They also look like they were like, you know, sweating, because of the terror, uh, but they they did a really good job. They did. Um, so again, I can't really recommend this movie enough. Uh, check it out if you haven't seen it. Definitely watch the the behind. That's one of those the the things because you're gonna want to watch the behind the scenes parts. You're gonna want to see how they did this because it, it it gives you a little bit more of appreciation for the movie. Some movies not so much. You don't appreciate them as much. Uh, you watch Captain Marvel, you see how Brie Larson, you know, pushed a tire for, you know, 2 hours. That, oh, okay, that's cool. You watch this one, you see 30 guys, you know, spraying down a like worm creature with goo and they they like doing this in a meticulous way, like down to like painting it you know, with a, a, a paintbrush, like a little tiny kid's watercolor paintbrush. And you, you've got a lot of respect for these things. All these people love this thing, and they, they, they put a lot of heart into it. And you can definitely see that. Um, what are you, you thinking? Uh, for what? Uh, rating. Rating-wise? Um, I give it a... <laughs> let's do a 7 out of 10 crazy gingerbread kills. Really? Okay. Uh, I am actually going to go ahead and... Um, I'm going to give it an eight. Uh, you I, always do that. Well, you I kinda, always do one one more than me. No, so I really wanted to give it a nine. Um, so I'm going to give it an eight, uh, but with the nine Christmas modifier on top of it. Well, this is true, and I do love this movie. Okay, eight. This is, this okay, is well, definitely, we'll yeah, we're going to give it a nine. So, so eight or a nine. Uh, so it's, it's definitely, a, it's a seven or an eight if you're watching it any other time other than Christmas time. So any time between, uh, you know, November... Uh, you know, like the Black Friday and the 25th of, of December. If you're watching it during that period of time, automatic plus one for the holidays. I'm going to give it uh, eight uh, creepy snowmen on the, the front porch because those were also really done well. Mm-hmm. They, I, the, the one with his arms facing down always freaks me out. The, like, the one with the, uh, the, the, 
that basically looked like the the, the fat kid. kid. Yeah, I was like, oh. Yeah, that didn't really look like him. Uh, but uh, yeah, again, I definitely can't suggest this movie enough. Watch it. Uh, we have it on uh, on Blu-ray, so we were able to to, to watch a lot of it. We're probably going to watch a, a couple of the, uh, the behind the scenes, so we're going to enjoy a little bit of that. But uh, you know, hopefully, you know that you guys are hoping i really do hope you all are having a great uh christmas uh good ho- happy holidays whatever you happen to 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 follow mm-hmm. um you know definitely a merry christmas from us uh to you and to yours uh we hope you guys have a great uh, and safe holiday hope that uh you know we'll be able to see you next week uh when we do something hopefully a little bit more new year's evey mm, i i kind of want to do like i kind of want to sneak with the Stick with a snow theme since mm-hmm. it's just the rest of December, and then we can move on to the New Year's part. Okay. Well, either way, we've got some really awesome stuff headed your way. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have any suggestions, reach out to us. Uh, again, that's esat3am at gmail.com. Uh, we also have the Twitter, we have the Facebook, and we're working on some other stuff, so hopefully we'll be able to get to y'all with that uh, in the new year as well. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who um, follow us on Facebook, and gave us an idea for uh, my tattoo that I just got uh, for, of course, our fantastic podcast. Um, we're actually be sure to uh, keep following on Facebook. We're going to come to an agreement on what my ghost tattoo is going to be named here shortly. So hopefully you'll it is get a ghost. on that. Anybody else has any kind of crazy ideas on what the thing's supposed to be? It is clearly a ghost. I don't understand... How it could not be a ghost. So, the, the ghost with headphones. Yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, so. It's a podcasting ghost. Be, be ready for that, you guys. Ghost cast. <laughs> anyway, well, we will see you all next time. I hope you have a great night. Merry Christmas. Night.